Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 289 for October 9th, 2021. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Hi, everybody. Happy Saturday morning. Happy Saturday. Good morning, isn't everybody. Three weeks in a row. Good morning, everybody. On a Saturday morning. Don't jinx morning. it. Don't jinx yeah, it. Don't jinx it because this has been working out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, I, I, I'm not like after an eight hour day where I want to kill myself. Yeah, it's I'm morning. It's fresh. Sure, it's a great. Nick's day. got a big cup of coffee. Yeah, cup of Joe. I, I I glisten like the like the morning dew. You know, my skin just radiates. You've never glistened. There's <laughs> well, never oh, been. A oh, I've glistened. <laughs> the only way you're gonna radiate is if you go to Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's working. I think it's working. I, I think like they've it. been like good shows too. Yeah, I feel like they have been. Yeah. Well, so lower your expectations <laughs> today, folks. <laughs> and just like that, it's over. Yeah. No. Okay. Here, uh, speaking of Chernobyl, because I watched a documentary on this here again not too long ago. More Chernobyl content? No. No. I'm just wondering if you guys would ever go there. Oh yeah. fuck that! No, absolutely yeah, not. You would, there. Nick. Yeah. Ah, there's no way. I am terrified of radiation. Oh my god! Especially the, after the miniseries. Yeah. I'm just forget it, man. Yeah. Well, the miniseries, the miniseries was a bit over the top with how scary radiation is because there was no other like villain. The radiation yeah. turned out to be the villain in that in that miniseries, which was still excellent. though. It was so good. It was it, so good. The first episode of that is like out of this world. Yeah. It is the the scariest horror movie of like the last twenty years. And the that first episode and the last episode is is outstanding on how yes. they explain how it all went down. Yeah, it's great. It that is. show's great. It watch is. that show. I need to watch that again. Point there, being, there, though, I'm not going to Chernobyl. No, not there's got to be like cool spots to go to that aren't that bad, though. Like in Chernobyl, or are you just saying in general? In Chernobyl. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't care what you say. It, it's <laughs> it's still a radiation dump. The only the only thing that would hold me back from going is that like I'm not the type to like do like breaking and entering. Yeah. You know, so like I would want I would go through a guided tour through Chernobyl. And they do guided tours through Chernobyl. So I would I would do something like that. There's tons of guided tours through Chernobyl. Yeah. But well, as you I, I wouldn't know, just like break in and walk around Chernobyl. Yeah by myself <laughs> as you know we talked to a guy that actually went to a radioactive zone and yeah. uh this like, was on your other show yes yeah, swam yeah. in this a nuclear how many years lake ago? i was looking through our entire catalog of episodes and everything was so much older than i thought it's uh, awful this must have been like four years ago um i want to say no probably three years ago i, wanna, I was in no, ohio i want to i want to say 2019 I want to say 2019, a little over so? two years ago, I think. Yeah. So he swam in a lake. Yeah. So the, you can actually watch this documentary. It's called uh, Dark Tourist. Oh yeah, I did. I remember seeing this. Yeah, you can watch this on Netflix, and we talked to one of the guys that was featured on that show. Um, and yeah, he, uh, you know, essentially swam in a lake that was uh, at one point infected with nuclear sludge. Oh, right? there's no way. There's no yeah. way. 
You know what? The, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. X-rays terrify me. Like why? I don't know. X-rays, CAT scans just freak me out. You know, they never used to terrify me until you told me one day that they terrified you. And now every time I get an X-ray, it terrifies me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry for spreading my psychosis across America through this podcast. I swear to God. I used to go to the dentist because when, when I had braces, I used to get X-rays all the time. Oh like, my it was, God. like It was like once a month I would go in and they put the lead jacket on me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this isn't anything like whatever this is just part of the process because i was a kid and now since you told me essentially the damage that can happen to your internal organs if an x-ray goes wrong and yeah. why they give you the vest it now freaks me out every time yeah. i'm like is this it, it the is last- really funny that they're like it's perfectly safe and then they get behind a lead wall and exactly like-, <laughs> <laughs> like is this the last time like my eyeball is going to be in my socket right. you know and it's like if you're but x-raying on my brain what's the fucking point of so- protecting my chest you know what no, i'm saying they're so weak though that it's really not a big deal. they are because i talked to an x-ray tech uh as i was getting like my seventh x-ray for the year and she says, yeah, she says, you could do this a hundred times and it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt you. She says, we've had people yeah. do like 10 CAT scans a year. She says, it's not a big deal. But 101, that's when you got to start worrying. <laughs> yeah, 101, yeah. You cross the line. Yeah. I, I, no, it just scares me because there's no, you shouldn't need to wear a 25 pound blanket <laughs> to protect yeah. yourself from the, the uh, radiation that's the, coming out of this gun pointed blanket, at your ankle. The blanket's probably the overkill, if anything. It might be. It might be. But I want my balls covered when that shit's happening. Yeah, I think like yeah, it's fair. Sure, like if you, if you want to just like take out my my frontal lobe, that's all right. But just make sure that the boys are intact. <laughs> make sure my boys can swim. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, that's that's why Chernobyl would be a no go for me. Yeah, I I can not. see the pictures. Somebody right. else can take the pictures, and I'll look at them. Yeah, what do I need to see? Yeah, yeah. You know, th- this is the spot where some guy's face melted off. Right, right. Y- you can still see a partial bit of his cheek fused with the pavement. <laughs> like, no y- thanks. You don't think that's cool? Uh, it's no. just unnecessary. <laughs> it's unnecessary. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, yeah, anyway. So, uh, did you yeah. see that the people on TikTok are saying Brian Laundry is hiding underneath his parents' flower bed? <laughs> <laughs> Good, leave him there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking whatever. They Does he think, have any air under there? They think that he is. there's a hidden bunker underneath the flower bed in, in his parents' backyard. And that, Haven't people said they've seen him in Florida? There have been uh, cases of him being found on the Appalachian Trail, which I thought was up in, like, South Kakalaki or, or Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Appalachian Trail, like, extends to kind of where I live. Really? Yeah, not really, but it like goes through Pennsylvania, um, up well, through upstate New York. Yeah, I'll pull it up for you. I'll, I'll... It's the Appalachian Mountains. I see. Yeah. So, so yeah, I the, mean, the whole trail, it seems to go up into like fucking Maine and all the way down through like. South Kakalaki. <laughs> Please yeah. don't use that term. Georgia. <laughs> I think it hits Georgia. I don't think it actually goes into South Carolina at all. What's wrong with South Kakalaki? Uh, it's it's cringe. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's it's definitely not bussin. <laughs> That's the dumbest word I've ever heard. It's not amazing solo maintenance, you know. 
It's just not bougie like Natty in a styrofoam. Uh, bougie like Natty in a styrofoam. Sweet squeaking in a truck and all the way home. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, TikTok thing, they've they've found him underneath the how's, flower bed. How's dog doing? How's dog's manhunt going? So he was served with a lawsuit yesterday. And... and, and <laughs> And he does not have a license to capture Brian Laundrie in Florida. <laughs> Is he in Florida right now? Yeah. Is he at like the DMV trying to get his fucking license to <laughs> I, capture? I don't know. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever the bounty hunter equivalent of the DMV is. So like, he was hit with a $1.3 million lawsuit accusing <laughs> him of racist and homophobic behavior. Probably during his search for sounds Brian like, Laundry in Florida. Sounds like dog. Sounds like the dog that I know. Yeah, I I can't wait till he gets a warrant <laughs> to dig up that flower bed. <laughs> right? <laughs> can't wait till he takes a shovel to the the petunias. You yeah, know, I was, I was just gonna say my petunias. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> it is the funniest flower. It <laughs> It, it, it this is just a, the bizarre story because I would have if if I think maybe I even said it on the show by next week we will have caught him. Are you going to say that again? No, I don't think so. I don't know if we're ever going to find this guy. You think he's dead? No, I don't. You, you and don't. I also think his parents know exactly where he is. They know exactly where he is. There's oh, no absolutely. fucking way. I think they both his mom and Brian both have burner phones that they paid for with cash. And they are in constant communication because there's no way that he could evade police this well without some help from the outside. Yeah, it it's kind of cr- I think I've said this before. Remember when we had that conversation about the the airliner that went missing? Right. And we, and we never found it. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of encouraging to me that like a giant airplane can go missing on this earth. Like, I feel the same way about this guy getting away. <laughs> so you're kind of rooting for him. Well, <laughs> you might right. need to, like, back that up with the same explanation as last time. Because so, you can't yeah, just you're rooting for that. the guy who killed the, the 120-pound, 21-year-old woman. <laughs> no, he he's a murderer. He should go to prison, all that stuff. But it's kind of encouraging to me that, like, a guy can go missing in this world and there's not like, you know, in a this camera. world of like technology and surveillance. And right. Yeah. That the NSA doesn't know where he is. I think that's my point. It's kind of encouraging unless this is like an NSA psyop, you know, and right. this is just like a way of distracting the public as they, you know, drain the economy of all of our I tax mean, money. You might find this stupid, Rob, but sometimes I still have to remind myself that there are places on Earth where I could be I could go there and I would be the only person for 10 miles. Oh, Yeah. And like that is like a very I mean, uplifting feeling. You guys almost experienced that here. <laughs> almost, right? Felt like we did. Sure felt like it. But I mean, they never like this week too. the Zodiac killer. They think that he got I, away I to talk about this nonsense. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I, I'm, We're I'm still ready for this going. One. I'm We're ready. Going now let's get. Shit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we, let's put a pin in the Brian Laundry thing because I got about 20 minutes on the Zodiac. I'm perfect. Killer, okay? Oh, fucking boy. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go today. Tw- <laughs> 20 minutes. All right. Start the timer. No, wait a go. minute. We're done. We're done with laundry. Yeah. I mean, I really don't have anything else to say on this guy, except I- I'm stunned that they haven't found him yet. Okay. And I'm not going to make a prediction that we're going to find him within the week. Okay. So we're, we're done doing our laundry. Uh, yeah. The, the dirty <laughs> laundries. We're done. We're done with the dirty <laughs> laundries.
<laughs> so there's another Zodiac suspect. Right. There's been like 20 of them. Yes. It feels like every year there's a new Zodiac suspect. It's too bad that uh, Patton Oswald's wife is gone. She's left this earth. R.I.P. She could. She's like the only one that's like good at this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. So one. I know about Patton Oswald's wife passing away. But what what does this have to do with Zodiac? What? So she. Uh, I don't know anything about she her. She was the one who pretty much did all of the investigation in the recent years to the uh, Bay Area rapist. The, the Golden State. The killer. Golden State State killer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And there's a documentary on HBO. Uh, what's it called? Gone what? in the dark. Gone or in the dark. Or is, is that what it is? Yeah. In the dark. Vanished Some, in the dark. Yeah. So, something yeah. like that. And it, it follows her story of um, looking after, or you know, all the evidence for the Golden State Killer. Yeah. She she wrote a book on it. Um, like, I think she had a podcast too. I th- like it. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I mean, she was like a real true crime buff, yeah. and like it turned out that like her online sleuthing like actually resulted in them getting the guy. Yeah, that's incredible. Like yeah. she knew who the Golden State Killer was years before, and and was just trying to build a case against this guy. Yeah, and all that's, the evidence which is in that book. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, he's <laughs> she's not around anymore, unfortunately. So yeah. now we're stuck with a bunch of idiots there's apparently a group of 40 people they call themselves the case breakers oh my god and they have been working on a bunch of high profile cult cases over the years and i'm not sure what their methodology is if these are like former cops or private investigators or they're just like a bunch of idiots like those people and don't fuck with cats like i don't like really know um but they've been like uh, looking into the db cooper case um you know they they've been um i, I forget you don't leave db alone yeah <laughs> db got away with it <laughs> let, let him get away with it yeah db's dead fuck I, you guys I, i'm convinced leave that one alone we will never know who db cooper i was. don't want to know no apparently leave. the guy that was the supposedly db cooper just died yeah or the main suspect yeah yeah but leave him alone i don't want to know leave it unconfirmed please Anyways, <laughs> it's it's our uh, generation's uh, Lindenberg baby, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, so, um, okay, so yeah, so they've been looking into all this stuff, and they assert in a press release that has been, I guess, rejected by the FBI that um that this is the guy the guy's name is uh brian post is that right Um, oh gary post sorry gary francis post but they they claim that they cracked one of the codes in his letters okay yes they claim that they cracked a zodiac code and they were only able to do that by eliminating the letters in gary post's name i think it's full name yes (laughs) oh Gary so el- Francis Post. So if you eliminate those letters, I guess, and I, I, I don't think they really got into the specifics, or I haven't been able to find the specifics of their code breaking. Yeah, they haven't released like the code or anything. Yeah. Um, but they say that, yeah, by doing that, they were able to uh, decipher. And let me maybe read the message. Um this this code here it is here it is this code that they have a picture of just looks like nonsense 
It's backwards letters. It's symbols. It's and it's crazy because like in 1979, this like swept the country. Yeah, like it was like the biggest. What story. was up with California in the 60s, 70s, and 80s that we went through these Zodiac killers, the Golden State Killer, Unabomber, the Unabomber, what the is, Mansons? Yeah, what is going on in California in that those decades? It's a hellhole. It is it's a hellhole. Still it's not is. much better now. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you are having lots of fun trying to catch me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me. That's apparently what he was doing at the time. He was killing people to turn them into slaves in the afterlife. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, but not a great guy. Kind of a jerk. But some guy (laughs) came out then and said that this this Gary Post was his friend. So, yeah, we got to talk about okay. this. This is my favorite part of the whole <laughs> okay, story. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> Nick, have you seen these? No, I haven't seen this bit. I only saw the last uh, bit you just talked about. Oh, Nick. Okay, let me let me just uh, share this in the chat here. Yep. Um, so, how do I get to the chat? Right here. So, this guy <laughs> is on Facebook. His name is Glenn Barnes. Glenn Barnes. And he just has a bunch of Facebook posts with this guy, Gary, from like three, four years ago. And he like essentially says this dude's the Zodiac. <laughs> you have to read these posts. I'm, it's so good. It is the funniest shit I've ever seen. My Here, last visit with old man Gary Post. Zodiac? God dang. I miss you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> what? And it's him with this guy who looks like he's out of it. He looks like the Zodiac. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's an insane man. He looks troubled. They both look troubled. They both look troubled. But he's Oh my god, in the article they just linked to Facebook to a Facebook photo. Oh my god. Right. And there's there's actually another one too, I think. Holy shit. From like earlier. And it turns out Gary Post like had a Facebook page and like he's been on there since like twenty eleven. He was probably playing Farmville and shit. <laughs> you know? Just out there Zodiac. poking people he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> what um, the fuck? Uh, let me there, there's another one that's even eerier. But he's just like, yeah, this this is my buddy. He's probably the Zodiac killer. Nobody listened to me. <laughs> the guy has been dead, by the way, uh, Gary Post, for, I think, three years. Yeah, 2018. Um, so this guy's just, like, posting pictures on Facebook of him hanging out with this old dude who's, like, and he just knows it's him. And people just have been ignoring him. Here's another one. Mountain time with the old man, Gary <laughs> Post. Zodiac. <laughs> That's the one I saw. What the fuck? And this is like an old pic. Yeah. This is like a pic of them in like the 90s or the 80s. Love this man with all my heart. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody's been doing all this work, decoding messages and like creating algorithms and all this heavy lifting. Meanwhile, this dude is just posting on Facebook to like his five friends. Yeah, my buddy's the Zodiac Killer. Great guy. <laughs> Great dude. Loved him. Loved Loved him. the man. Now, I never seen him hurt a fly. <laughs> <laughs> can, I mean, can you it's imagine? It's always the people you least suspect. <laughs> Why don't they make a movie about this guy? Like my friend, my friend, the Zodiac Killer. I literally oh, just said this to Adam the other day. 
I, I said to Adam, we got to grab a, an expensive camera and we need to make this documentary right now. It's we just, need to drive down to, to Riverside, California and, and make this documentary. No, I want I want like a drama film about like this guy befriending an old man. And then like the old man just like admits to him that he's the, the, the Zodiac killer. Okay, but it sounds like it's like a charming buddy comedy, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I want it to be a nice, like, movie. A nice- they love each other. Chris Pratt, friends with the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, Jesus yeah, Christ, it, it's the greatest thing. So uh, the evidence that they point to is, you know, it's been used in the past, like, they always talk about, and I think they talked about it in the movie as well, like the military boot that was left at one of the scenes of the crime and the scar that's on the top of his head. They included that in one of the early yeah. police sketches. Um, apparently, this guy, uh, Post, had a scar that matches. A scar that matches and was in the military and evidently is um, linked to another murder that took place several hundred miles away. <laughs> Um, but was never attributed to the Zodiac killer. But many people suspected that it was linked. Um, I guess there was a watch found at the scene of the crime with paint on it. And this guy, Gary was a painter. Uh, mm. So uh, <laughs> I know loose threads here, loose, loose threads. threads. Admittedly. It's one of those things that like watching that, but looking at them uh, now it's like, well, of course it was that guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course it was him. Yeah, this guy just like, yeah, my, my buddy the Zodiac Killer. We have three mutual friends. Um, I, I love the idea that they get together every like Sunday for a it's, hike. It's the best. They just you know? go hiking in a secluded area. Yeah, he's just like hanging out in the woods with the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> They're just chilling in a remote mountain cliff. Man, buddy Zodiac. Not a person for miles. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Zodiac, isn't this so peaceful? Can you stop calling me Mr. Zodiac? I told you my name's Gary. (laughs) Uh, All right, Gary. People couldn't hear me scream for miles away. (laughs) Can can you? I can imagine today, like fucking just Gary Post, like having a podcast and just being like, "I am the Zodiac Killer," and nobody believing him. Nobody believes him. Yeah, I can imagine that today. Another thing that's encouraging is that a dude can out the Zodiac killer on his Facebook and no one said shit for three years. Makes me feel better about this podcast. I feel like it won't sink my career someday, you know? (laughs) Yeah, we're obscure enough. (laughs) Listen, this guy's literally like, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, again, there's like a lot of loose threads and the FBI says that this is probably not legit. But if you go just do a little bit of digging into this, go on the freaking Wikipedia page. You'll see that there have been 20 suspects. The only guy that was publicly named was Arthur Allen, um, who the movie sort of. Have you guys ever seen the movie? By the way, I have. Yeah. No, I love that movie. Oh, Rob, you will love it. It's a very good movie. You will love it. Yeah, I need to see it then. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, they they essentially hint at the end of that movie that Arthur Allen is the guy. Um, but it seems more and more likely now that it's not because they, there is this very important title card at the end that says there was DNA found at the scene of one of the crimes and it does not match Arthur Allen. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Even though he seemed like the only sort of reasonable, logical suspect. So yeah, there, there have been plenty of suspects that, uh, you know, private investigators or whatever or, or online conspiracy theorists have have um, have 
come to the conclusion of using the same evidence that they used here. But there is a neighbor of this guy, Gary Post, that like lived next door to him in like the 80s. And like apparently he was like really creepy. And she's like, yeah, that dude's definitely the Zodiac killer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like he used to like babysit her daughter and like would <laughs> teach her kids like how to shoot guns and shit. And here's how Without you skin a woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you send a hostage letter to the LA Times. Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm. It, it It's crazy. Like it, these people can use the internet to investigate a murder. Just like, you know, what's her name did? Patton Oswald's wife did. Yeah. It's yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. But I tell you what, I got down a rabbit hole yesterday. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's time for the main event. It's time. It's, I've been teased. It's it's dude, I <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I went Hello, down, Twitter World. Hello, Twitter World. <laughs> I am not any longer convinced of OJ Simpson's guilt. No, okay, I had a friend say this to me the other day. I had a friend say this to me the other day. He goes, yeah, you know, I'm actually start, starting to think that OJ didn't do it. I have questions. Let's go. I have Bull questions. Shit. Lay it on me. All Let's right. go. Here we go. Let's go. I'll say this. I, I'll say this. This is my baseline for it. Mm. The jury decision was 100% correct. There okay. is enough reasonable doubt in this case to say not guilty. I disagree, but okay. So. <laughs> I haven't done the sort of deep dive into the QAnon message boards, though, like you have. I'm not on QAnon message boards. Let's put that out there first. I think it's fair to say that the case was a little, like, it could have gone either way. Okay, like, the from, only from reason a, he got off is because the guy was like the, the cop was like a Nazi, Mark right? He was like a neo Nazi. <laughs> Mark, yeah. Mark Furman is on tape. Well, the glove does not fit. <laughs> yeah, the glove doesn't fit, so you <laughs> must have his well. DNA on it. Yeah, but it doesn't fit. Okay. The DNA was on the glove. Okay. <laughs> so you have let's start what with Mark. What are we Mark. talking about here? Let's start he with drove Mar- away in the middle of the night. He was about to get on a plane. Let's start with Mark Furman. <laughs> Let's start. And then he like drove away in a Bronco. <laughs> what, guys, what are we doing here? No, what he definitely did about? it. He definitely did it. I don't know. I don't know if he did. I'm not he in did. that. I'm not in that camp anymore, you guys. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. So starting with Mark Furman, the neo-Nazi. Yeah. Who is on tape saying that he has absolutely planted evidence against people of color and yes. does not like interracial couples. Yes. Do I believe and now is a contributor on Fox? Yes. News. <laughs> uh, used the N word multiple times. Multiple. I mean, he drew uh, more than you have on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> he drew a swastika on a I'm locker. Kidding. Rob has never used the N word no. on this podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he pa- I was worried. <laughs> he painted a swastika on the locker of a of a co-worker who had just recently married a jewish woman yeah the man was not a good guy bad guy bad really guy. bad guy and yes. and the lapd was full of corruption at the time full of corruption do i yeah. think mark Furman planted evidence no i don't 
Okay, so that entire line of reasoning was pointless. <laughs> but but can you trust somebody who finds the evidence like that? That's yeah, the I know problem. What you mean. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. So there's one piece of doubt that that Johnny Cochran and and Robert Shapiro did a fabulous job of playing on. Uh, that was the whole thing. I mean, that was the whole significance of that story. Right. right? The the big question that I have. So Ron Goldman at the time was 25. Nicole was 35. Uh, O.J. Simpson was 46 years old. In, in the autopsy, both Ron Goldman and Nicole had significant uh, self-defense wounds on them. And O.J. Simpson ends up with two cuts on his hand, both of which... Uh, do not have corresponding holes in the gloves. There's no bruises on his back or stomach. Mm-hmm. There, there's just that's my problem. Like Ron Goldman, there's a photo, and the caption is Ron Goldman had a violent fight with his killer, and you can see the hands, and his hands are in rough shape. If yeah. his hands are in that rough shape, why aren't there corresponding bruises? On OJ, which they looked at OJ less than a day after the murders. They have photos of OJ's. Again, two small cuts. I don't know. He played football. He heals quick. You know, One of the great running backs of all time. But at 46 years old, how do you murder two people? Ron Goldman, a trained, With a knife. A trained, <laughs> a trained karate. Uh, Ron Goldman was trained in karate? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. From behind. <laughs> uh, okay. So who did it then? Okay. Here's my friend who brought this up to me said, he goes, you know, I don't think OJ's guilty anymore because I think his son did the murder. Okay, and wait OJ's a minute. protecting wait, his wait, son. Wait, so that's I'm, a big, I'm, that's a big hang theory. On. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done with the. Like he couldn't have like easily murdered these two people. Okay. Like with with one pinky. <laughs> because like again, like he's the juice. As the show reminds you, <laughs> the juice like, is in loose. The, remember in the first episode of the show when like it's like OJ Simpson was just arrested for murdering his wife, and it's like the I forget what character said it, but it's like OJ who rushed for two thousand yards at USC. <laughs> like, that's, that's the first detail. <laughs> <laughs> they reveal in the dialogue. <laughs> it's like he was an incredible physical specimen. I, I understand that. I so like it wouldn't have been a fair like, fight. Also, he was like bred to be aggressive, and maybe had was some, aggressive. Had maybe temper had, problems. Maybe had quite a bit of mental instability from all of the fucking head trauma. Definitely did. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not. If you look at that. football players in general, this is a pretty common trend. Aaron Hernandez. Right. There's a lot of, of violence. From Ray Lewis, football athlete, you know, football athletes. Yeah, Ron's knuckles were battered, and even the soles of his shoes had knife cuts on them, where Goldman had uh, kicked his assailant. So, if if Ron got even one good kick in, there would be some sort of bruise on on OJ. What's the explanation for the cuts? Uh, OJ's explanation is he broke a glass. When he found out that his wife was dead, his ex-wife was dead. 
he threw a glass against the wall and cut his hand. Has that glass been recovered? No, because it was in a hotel room in Chicago. <laughs> Where was his wife killed? California. <laughs> in LA, in Beverly Hills. So, that's... <laughs> Again... That's the next that's the next thing. The question of the time. He was there. So he was there. Didn't he drive, hop on a plane? He was go literally there. And there. then come back. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> he was there. So <laughs> I'm looking for the piece here that I want to start. He with. got on a plane before. Are his you wife reading was- this off of if I did it? Is that your source text here? <laughs> But he, is that yeah, what all your research is? <laughs> little he got on a plane if. before his wife was killed and then got on another plane back after his wife was killed. Correct. Correct. So, yeah. so he yeah. he was scheduled to leave town. A limousine pulled up to his place at like 1015, about mm. a half hour before he was supposed to leave for the airport. Yeah. Uh, and the limousine driver could not raise anybody in OJ's house. The limousine driver then testifies that he saw a, a six foot man walking towards the house. And then five minutes later, OJ comes out. He's saying a different person than OJ? No, 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 person? no. His only explanation was a man walked into the house who looked yes. like OJ. Oh. And then OJ came out five minutes later. But. If OJ had no way they could be the same person. If though. OJ, well, I'm I'm getting to that. If OJ had just gotten back from murdering two people, how does he clean up himself, get rid of the murder weapons, get rid of the clothes? The only the only clothing they found with blood on it was his socks. Mm-hmm. Where's the rest of the clothes? <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't do it because they only found socks. Well, with blood I'm not on them. saying that. I'm I'm saying but wasn't it their blood on the socks? Well, there's a suspicion that that blood was not splatter, it was like a press. Uh, and it was there's so somebody testimony soaked it soaked in it. it the testimony is somebody soaked it in the blood. But mm. the autopsy shows the autopsy shows that there were two different knives used. Uh-huh. How could OJ possibly get two knives? <laughs> <laughs> You've convinced me, Rob. I love this. This is my favorite thing. This is so good. <laughs> Go on. Two knives. Uh, the footprints from the shoes. Let's hear about it. Uh, Matched his feet. Matched his sneakers, right? The shoes were too small for the outlines of of OJ's feet. He could have fit in them, but it would have been very uncomfortable. He was wearing sneakers just earlier in the day. Why would you change into expensive shoes to go kill two people? Because you're rich and you don't want your (laughs) shoes to match. (laughs) OJ didn't like... It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to go put my killing shoes on and go murder my lover and her lover. Like, no, I'm not. He walked in on them. Right. He did. He walked in on them and it was a crime of passion. Yeah. This wasn't premeditated. No, I don't think it was premeditated either. But yeah. So maybe he was like on his way to the airport and he's like, oh, you know, he wasn't supposed to be there at the time. And there they were necking. Um, hold on. 
So somebody that was with um, Nicole that night claims that there was an 11 p.m. call between her and Nicole. The The prosecution uh, concluded that the call took place at 940, but I, this is where I have some questions that I want to dig deeper into, is okay. where are the phone records showing that if, if there is an 11 p.m. phone call, O.J. Simpson is already at the airport. Sure. At 11.03, I think, is when he checked in. Right, but you just said the phone call was at 9.40. The prosecution presented evidence that said that the no- phone call was at 9.40. But okay. there was is, there evidence of the call at 11, or did someone testimony, just say There's testimony of, of a call at 11. Fuck what testimony. Was, what was the evidence? Fuck testimony. Was the evidence phone records? Um, It does not say in this article that I was oh, reading. Oh, convenient. Yeah, I know. I know. I have <laughs> questions. I'm telling you I have questions. <laughs> testimony is not reliable. No, it is not. I get so, times mixed up all the time. Yeah. Like I, I estimate like, yeah, if, if you know, I, I talked to you guys both on the phone yesterday. I would take a guess. I'd probably be like an hour off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when I talk to you guys. <laughs> also, uh, time zones, daylight savings. You never know. Well, also, it, he wrote a book. If I did it. <laughs> but the if was very tiny. Very tiny. It's very tiny. <laughs> I love that. It's basically a confession. It is. With like a lawyer present. It's a, it's a troll. <laughs> what a Just fucking spike in, the, spike in the football like when he rushed for 2,000 yards. So there was How much th- money did he make off that book? Nothing Lots. because it went all to Goldman's. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, the Goldman's got all that money. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was not allowed to make any money off that book. Why? Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? Why would that be the case? Because okay. they have the... OJ is fiscally responsible for the murders of he Nicole. Is? Yeah, but so he's not criminally responsible, <laughs> but fiscally responsible? He's not criminally, but he is fiscally responsible. What is, yeah, in July what? 2007, a federal bankruptcy judge awarded the rights of the book to the Goldman family, yep. who received most of the profits to help satisfy the $33.5 million wrongful death civil suit against him. <laughs> Yeah, because I, would, so, I didn't so know he, that they had a civil suit. Yeah, so no he wants a civil suit against so him. So he's responsible for her murder for $33.5 million. For Ron's but murder. Not, but, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a How are you guilty for one guy's murder, but not no, the other person's I, I think, murder I when they happen at the same time? I think it is both, but it's the Goldmans that are really going after the money to make it hurt. <laughs> But yes, he does have a civil suit uh, against him. He he lost the civil trial. Um, That's crazy. He is fiscally responsible for the murders. <laughs> Not criminally, but fiscally. How fucked up is this country? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, there is some evidence that was presented at trial. Uh, it was, I believe, it was a sample of DNA from somewhere. The... The uh, la- laboratory that was doing the DNA samples admitted they cross-contaminated some DNA samples. The first sample they did had the most matched DNA to OJ. The second had the second most amount. The third had the third most amount. The fourth, so on. All the way down to, like, it took, like, seven tests before OJ's blood wasn't there from cross-contamination. And, and the lab did say, yeah, w- some of OJ's blood spilled out. And splattered onto other. Did they just evidence? Did they just have the like lab. a vial of OJ's blood? They did have a vial of OJ's blood because they drew OJ's blood the day okay. after the murders. Then there was yeah. also a blood stain found at the Bundy crime scene. Okay, weeks later, that had stronger DNA uh, 
concentrations in it than blood taken from uh, the crime scene the night of the murders. Indicating it's fresh. Indicating that it's fresh, yes. And that it was OJ's um, blood. Yeah, no, I think that's possible. So right right there, right there throws all the DNA evidence out in a jury trial like this and and but that yeah, is no. enough it's still sure. total, yeah it, no I, I i i agree with you in the sense that like the 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 corruption was probably present and enough to throw the case away yeah but i don't think it absolves him of any guilt no yeah, I i'm mean, not that's the, i guess i'm yeah. not saying that i think he's guilty well it's the cosby thing right like when the cosby thing happened it was the same sort of thing it's like in, especially in high profile cases like this there's gonna maybe be some trickery behind the scenes or some corruption behind the scenes because there's so much pressure on getting a a, a guilty verdict. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the case with the Pennsylvania DA in the Cosby case. It's just like he needed to get this guy so bad because there were so many eyeballs on this, so many eyeballs on him right. that, you know, he essentially broke uh, an agreement that they had a non-prosecution agreement in order to sentence him. Um, it, it is possible to, like, and I think what you're getting at, I'm just going to say it more explicitly, I guess, is... Yeah. They knew they had the right guy, but they didn't want to risk his high profileness and all of the money that he had letting him get away with it. Sure. And it turns out in their efforts, they actually made it easier for him right. to get away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although I, I'm, I'm taking another look at this book. If I did it, by the way, I recommend just looking at the cover if you have it. <laughs> the if is literally, very tiny, right? <laughs> it's so tiny and it's hidden inside of the letter I yep. so that the book literally just says, I did it. Confessions of the killer. Yep. With oh, it's, exclu- it's hidden in the eye. Yes. Look at that. And, that yeah, was- and then it says, with exclusive commentary, he did it by the Goldman family. <laughs> <laughs> because once, now they own the rights to once it, so the they added their own. Once the Goldmans got the rights to the book, they tried to change the name to I Did It. Oh. But they were blocked from uh, right. using that title. So they went ahead and put the if real tiny inside the eye. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then they added the, the subtitle. Yes. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, I didn't know that story. That's hilarious. Yep. That's so good. Meanwhile, though, he was like promoting this book. I remember watching him like on the Today Show. Like, oh, yeah. Promoting this. Yeah. I remember him just like sitting there with Matt Lauer and Katie Couric. <laughs> This is one of my early like childhood memories. Hello, today like, world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The original cover was if I did it. Yeah, with if was in white text, and then I did it was in red text, yeah. and then yeah. OJ's face. Right, and then there's also <laughs> I think somebody else made this cover, but it just says I didn't not not kill nobody. <laughs> A shameless attempt to cash in. <laughs> But, you want to see what OJ's doing on Twitter these days? OJ, fucking <laughs> Hello, Christ. Twitter world. No, Can we play a little bit of it? Yeah, we do need to play a little bit of it. But <laughs> I want to just wrap up by saying the biggest problem I have. Oh, boy. The biggest problem I have is the blood uh, at the crime scene of OJ's. Because if he cut his finger during the murder, why isn't there a corresponding cut in the gloves? Mm. And if that's the only cut he has on his body, which is the case where did this blood come from at the crime scene i i yeah i have questions is it possible that the glove is just totally unrelated and the glove is just like hanging out there yeah but why is it covered in oj's blood 
Why is the glove covered in OJ's blood, Ron's with blood, no, Nicole's blood? <laughs> with no cuts. With, with no, no cuts. cuts. I mean, isn't it also possible that he used it after they were dead to, like, move the bodies? Perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Point. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he... Because if it was a crime of passion, yeah. you kill them right then. And then oh, once yeah. you realize what you did, huh, maybe I should put some gloves on and clean yeah, this up. But, oh, yeah. You know, but Nick, he did, I mean, there's, there was no... There really was no evidence, I don't think, of the bodies being moved. Well, but at the very least, maybe he picks up the knife and cleans the well, fingerprints or yeah. whatever. Maybe. Yeah, or what a, yeah, yeah, the gun yeah. or whatever. I don't yeah. remember what he used. I think it was a knife, knife. right? Yeah. yeah, he literally almost cut their heads off. Yeah. With the knife within um, the... So there, the there's the question of the Colombian the ne- necktie and the possibility of a, it, it being a drug-related uh, uh, crime. There's no fucking cartel shit going on with, with the friggin' Nicole Brown Simpson. Come on. So let me find the section. Okay. Um Okay, so tell me what website this is, by the way. I want to explore this little. Thing. You've <laughs> the, piqued my interest. Theunredacted.com. Theunredacted.com. Got it. So a year after Goldman's death, <laughs> I was and, hoping it was like OJFanClub.com or something. <laughs> yeah. OJIsInnocent.com by OJ Simpson. <laughs> Hello, Twitter world. Yo, you know who else is guilty? Fucking Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I want to start the truth. Jesus. Get the truthers back in here. <laughs> so four middle class white people from the same social circle, all from solid family backgrounds, uh, were brutally murdered gangland style in a relatively short two year period. And that seems suspicious. And I will agree with that. Since none of the murders have been solved, could there be a connection to drug dealing? So, like I said, at the very least, the jury, as it stands right now, in my opinion, the jury got the verdict right. Yeah, I, I think this is more a case of, like, the the case is more about uncovering potential police corruption than it is about proving OJ's innocence. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and history... History has looked back on it and said the only reason he got off is because it was a race thing. And race was a huge issue at the time uh, of the trial. And they made it a a huge issue at the trial. Uh, And that's how history is looking at it. But, I mean, there's eight months of of testimony and and witness presentation and, and, and evidence presentation to a jury. The trial lasted from January to October of 95. And that jury was sequestered the whole time. That's a lot of things to throw at at twelve people. Mm. I don't know. I I I I have lots of questions. Get me Marsha Clark on the phone right now. I love this website, by the way. It's it's um, the unredacted.com. Oh yeah, it's a conspiracy website. I'm not conspiracies, mysteries, and the weird. I, I, and there is just we got to do like one of these a week. Yeah, these are just great. Paul is dead. That old conspiracy. Paul McCartney was like, oh yeah, replaced by a stand-in in like the 70s. Yeah. Uh, the Watergate conspiracy. Uh. Uh, the folk monster, the fuke monster, legend of Boggy Creek. Are we just going to become the conspiracy podcast? Zodiac serial killers. Maybe, maybe, maybe for three hundred to four hundred, we'll just do conspiracies. Hmm. Secrets, cover-ups, <laughs> corruption. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, the Cu- Kubrick po- Apollo conspiracy. Great one. Yep, one of my favorites. Total bullshit, but one of my favorites. Yeah, total bullshit. I, I definitely went, when I was like 12, I definitely went through a, a Paul is Dead click hole, and yeah. it was a great time. Yeah. 
They made a documentary. Is it more like a mockumentary? I think they were sort of making fun of it, but I definitely took it seriously. I don't it's know. Like, yeah, who who is the tur- the turn me on dead man? What is that <laughs> referencing? In fucking day in the life. So silly. I, 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 like I said, I know this is a conspiracy website. It does raise some very interesting questions. I have lots of questions, more than I ever did before. Um, Why is this coming back, though, recently? Like, I've heard it from two people now. I don't know. I don't know. Pop this back into the news. Why did he, why did your buddy think it was his son? So he thinks that OJ was covering for his son and taking the fall. So his son, protect his, son, his son, and I need to research more into this, but this is just from what I was reading from conspiracy websites yesterday. Um, his son, the day after the murders, fled to France. Mm. And it would also, um, the DNA would match. So there's, there's that connection as well. It's a very popular theory that it was his son. I, I don't think those people understand how DNA works. I don't feel like the DNA would match. But DNA, you have to you have to realize in 1994, <laughs> DNA was so like this is the first case that DNA was ever used in. I guess that's a good point. It's it was such in its infancy. And that's why the lab fucked up so bad and, and splattered blood inside the lab that cro- cl- caused the cross contamination of OJ's yeah. DNA. And also, it was incredibly difficult to articulate to a jury yes. the, the science of the DNA. Yeah, because there so, was no CSI on. <laughs> right. I mean, now we understand it as the most credible yeah. version of, of evidence, whereas then it's just like, you know, oh, this new wonky science. Yeah. It's like, this is not as good as witness testimony. Right. <laughs> Very reliable. <laughs> Nothing will ever be. Wit- it's it's like the people in baseball that are like, oh, you know, stats will never replace an old school baseball manager. It's like, yeah, they actually will. Yeah. And they'll do a much better job than any guy ever could. <laughs> right. It's the same sort of thing. It's like there's always skepticism towards science. Do I do I think OJ is guilty? I'm probably leaning that way as to yes yet. However, I, I am strong in my stance of saying the jury got it right. I think both of those statements can be true. Yes. You know, they can. I disagree. There is a (laughs) there is a new stat out, though, saying that at the time of the trial, 90 percent of black people believed that OJ was innocent. Right. And 90 percent of those people today believe he's guilty. Yes. (laughs) Right. Well, it's because he fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, at the time, everything was so charged and like. Well, we don't have uh, proof that he, allegedly and... he did it. He is fiscally responsible for the murders. He's fiscally responsible. <laughs> he's fiscally responsible for the murders. Well, we he do didn't know do that it, he's then afraid he paid for someone to do it. <laughs> he's afraid to return to L.A. because he might be like sitting next to the killer at any moment. Yeah. But he doesn't want to like. That's what he said recently. I do remember him saying, though, early on in all of this, I can't wait for this to be over so I can go look for the real killers. <laughs> right. And how's that going? Yeah. Are, you have dog on the case? Where's dog? <laughs> Are you digging up flower beds? <laughs> uh, let's see what OJ's been up to on, on Twitter. <laughs> The Twitter comments are. I, meanwhile, I should have taken his fantasy advice. 
I was picking number two in my fantasy draft. He said, take Derrick Henry as high as you possibly can. Derrick Henry went number four in the fantasy draft. Turns out he's been the best player in fantasy yep. so far. I apologize to the juice. I should be following your fantasy advice. And uh, I, I was wrong to, uh, the man knows this to laugh you out of the I room. Mean, you know? I, I just hey, love that his whole Twitter feed is like here. commenting on right wing politics and like hey, giving to, fantasy football advice. It's the greatest. Hey, it's the, my greatest Twitter follow. Well, I need some help from my uh, fantasy uh, fans out there. I got eight hours to make a decision. Do I run Matt Stafford tonight? Uh, <laughs> uh, yours truly. Hey, hey, Twitter world is me. Uh, yours truly. What a night last night, huh? My big take from the game is what a great defensive mind. Belichick is uh, his team uh, could have taken the lead with less than a minute to go. He held a team that's been averaging like 38 points a game. Tampa. Uh, OJ wants to be an NFL commentator so yeah. bad and put him on the broadcast. And nobody will ever hire him. I got to see some of these tweets. <laughs> Happy anniversary, OJ. October 3rd, 1995 seems like yesterday. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> That's the wow. first comment. Is he, the is he filtering through this though to get to like the should I start Matt Stafford over Jalen Hurts? <laughs> like, what is he? Uh, <laughs> He's the best. Like you wrapped up your wife. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh. oh my God. It's so because he doesn't actually tweet. He just posts these videos. Yeah, it's the best. Give me one more random one. The weirdest <laughs> use of Twitter, just to give post me, videos of give yourself. Me, yeah. Give me one more. Yo, Juice, did you kill Facebook and Instagram, Goldman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading through the comments. <laughs> uh, Let me find another one here from uh, Mr. OJ. You know, there was a moment there where I thought Facebook might be gone forever. I know. And I, we got to talk about nearly. Oh, I was we gotta like talk about ecsta- that. ecstatic. Hey, Twitter world, is me. Yours truly getting ready to go get the links. <laughs> Uh, so I'm watching TV today, and it's all about Brady and Belichick, and uh, they actually on on one of the NFL channels were talking about Belichick, and they showed his record without Brady. Uh, I guess trying to imply that Brady made Belichick. Come on, it's a team sport. They made each other. A lot. <laughs> He's sitting there, standing, wearing a, a Callaway sun visor. He's literally at the golf course. You think Bill Belichick is watching these and is like, fuck yeah, OJ. Oh, yeah. OJ. I'm about to hire you as my defensive coordinator. <laughs> Who goes golfing with OJ? Oh, uh, so many people, apparently. Uh, There's a fantasy league. He's in a fantasy league with like 10 people. People play fantasy football with OJ. Imagine being t- how terrified you'd be like playing him in the finals. You'd just be benching all your guys. Uh, there, just have it. Take the trophy. <laughs> I'd be terrified to make a trade with OJ Simpson. Look at my hair. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, you, get, you look like Jimmy Neutron right now. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's going on with your hair? I got caught behind my headphones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Brain blast. Uh, yeah, so Twitter and, and Instagram and WhatsApp were down well, for Twitter s- was Twitter was there. Oh, Twitter it's not Twitter. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. WhatsApp. Yeah. We're down. Sorry, I was just closing out Twitter. Uh, we're down for seven hours. What was that? Thursday? I know. Felt like Monday. Maybe it was Monday. Monday. It was Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago already. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where's the conspiracy on this one? Well, there is what no. Were they cons- trying to cover up. Well, the whistleblower came out the night before. 
Mm. She was on 60 Minutes. Mm. Indeed, testifying in front of Congress. Testifying in front of Congress that day. And, and You want to talk about this conspiracy? What people are saying now about her? Let's hear oh, it. Oh, boy. Well, the, people are saying that Facebook intentionally is releasing their own whistleblower to push Congress for more uh, internet regulation. Really? And more censorship. More internet censorship. So that they have free reign at censoring what they want to censor. Yeah, because, I mean, if you listen to her testimony, it's both, like, against Facebook, but at the same time, it's her solution is more censorship on the internet. And so people are thinking about, like, how this sort of aligns with what Facebook already wants anyways, even though it's giving them a black eye. I don't know. Mm. It, it's I would say if you, if you believe, if you're one of those people that believes that big tech is all colluding together, historically, Facebook has taken all of the punches to the face. True. For, the, for the greater it good of It does have the word face in its, tech. its name. So. Well, well they, no, I'm just, I mean, yeah, if you it, look at it, though, historically, that's been the case. Whereas, like, Google has been, like, kind of safe in their little ivory tower. Yeah. They, I mean, they do own, like, two of the big three, though, social yeah. networks, right? Or I guess TikTok is now one of the, the big ones. But yeah, I mean, the fact that they have both Facebook and Instagram under their umbrella. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I watched some of that testimony because just it was on the news in one afternoon. And I, like, I didn't find any of the revelations to be that newsworthy. I mean, a lot no. of this stuff was was stuff that I already understood to right. be true. Like the way that sort of social networks influence our youth and like how it sort of plays our biases against one another. And like, I mean, all that stuff, like just watch that um, the uh, social dilemma documentary on Netflix and like you'll get all of this. Uh, like, I, I don't know. It, it just feels to me like the people in charge of this have very little understanding of how it actually works. Yeah. Well, yeah, the old the old. uh People in Congress have no fucking clue. Yeah, like Dick Blumenthal, or my great senator here in the state of Connecticut, Dick Blumenthal, uh, who's like asking one of the Facebook officials or Instagram officials, are you going to ban Finsta? (laughs) Do you see this clip? (laughs) Look this up. Look up Richard Blumenthal. Look up Richard Blumenthal Finsta. What a Dick Blumenthal, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here it is. That's my state senator right there. Will you commit to ending Finsta? <laughs> so what is the reply? Uh, again, let me explain. We don't actually we don't actually do do Finsta. <laughs> what Finsta refers to is young people setting up uh, accounts where they want may want to have uh, more privacy. You refer to it as privacy from their parents. What, what in my interaction with teens, what I've found is that they sometimes like to have a an account where they can interact just with their with a smaller group of, of friends. Well, Finsta that, is that one said, of your actually Finsta is one of your products or services. We're not talking here about Google or Oh Apple. my god. It's Facebook, correct? <sighs> no. It's slang for for a type of account. Okay, it's will not, you end that type of account? <laughs> we I, I'm not sure I under, understand. She's exactly so fucking lost. She doesn't know what is. to say. What I can say is that based on what we've seen in terms of, of teens using those kinds of accounts, 
we've actually given them additional privacy options to to address to address those kinds of issues where they want more privacy so that they can have more privacy. I, I want to know yeah. where's AOC coming in and being like, I want to apologize for that old fucking idiot over there. <laughs> but I want to know lied about his military service. I want right. to know like that who's in his ear saying you need to get Finsta banned. Like who the <laughs> yeah, fuck is telling yes. him? Who is telling him Finsta is a problem? We need to get rid of it. Because, yeah, there is some young aide that introduced right. that term to him. Right. Like, there's no way somebody over the age of 30 would have told him. No. About this. Yeah. No. So who's in his ear giving him that bullshit? Because that's the pr- fucking problem. There's some idiot. I mean, that's half. The, I shouldn't say that's the problem. There's, it's half the problem. The other half of the problem is he, him hearing a keyword and going, oh, fuck. Yeah, we got to ban it. Ah! Right. Yeah. So there's 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 some <laughs> idiot aide who's like 20. He's like fresh out of some Ivy League college. Just that a he got fucking into. nerd who has his, never had yeah, a fucking woman in his life. Yeah. Because his parents own a wing to the fucking like I know people like this that were work in dc like nick and i both know people like this that have like sort of uh, found themselves in the right rooms for the wrong reasons yeah and um like he's definitely like yeah this is my chance to finally like move up the ladder maybe like i can run his campaign in three years yeah. or whatever. and so he brings up this random idea because the rest of the room is out of ideas because that's the thing about Congress is what you don't understand, right? All the work that they're supposed to be doing, they don't do. All they do is create jobs for themselves yep. so they can waste everybody's time monologuing on the Senate floor. Yep. Like that's basically, and, and, and like just take up people's time in hearing rooms, right? So they can stunt for the cameras. So that's what this is, right? When they should be working on the budget, these idiots in DC are dreaming up new issues that they can, that they can, uh, you know, Put on the on the on the docket and waste everybody's time on cable news with fence. And that's what it was. He was out of ideas. The whole thing is orchestrated. All of these Senate hearings are literally orchestrated. They're just they're just uh, supposed to be like, you know, get on my high horse and get my 15 minutes on TV. That's all they are. It's all soapbox. I mean, here's the thing. If you take if you take the votes of the senators without the hearing and with the hearing, they don't change. Yes. Right. It's it, there's it's pointless. And a lot of times this doesn't even lead to legislation. No. It's like freaking Kermit the Frog was at a Senate hearing. Yep. Recently. <laughs> Literally I'll, Kermit the Frog. I'll, I'll also tell you this. Anytime I see both sides agreeing on an issue, I get scared. <laughs> I get worried. It's like it's Patriot Act shit, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And right now, like, they're both, like, agreeing on, like, big tech regulation, censorship and all that. And I'm almost just like, I don't like where this is going. Because, like, they might agree that there's a problem and I might agree with them that there's a problem. But I, I can tell you, I, I guarantee I won't agree with the solution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The solution is not more censorship, by the way. That is the wrong solution. Yeah. Uh, you mean the when you say the solution is not, do you mean. The solution will not be, or the solution should not be? Both. You don't I think mean, that's what it's going to come to? N- I hope not. Because who th- who gets to judge what's out there? You know, f- uh, YouTube just announced yesterday they're going to demonetize all uh, videos. Climate change. Uh, yeah, denying climate change. So Ads. Where, Ads, too. Where, yeah. Where do, people, where do people go and ask questions? You know, the Alex Joneses have been silenced. <laughs> I, 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 but but where do people go? 
here, okay, here's my because there are there are absolutely people who believe that the vaccine is not safe, yes. and it was a, a banned topic of discussion saying that COVID came out of a lab, but yes. that's tending to look like what it, it what it has actually happened. So if that was a hard ban early on, we would never know the truth. Yeah, my my take is this. Like, obviously, there has to be some sort of censorship in order to make your product usable, because otherwise it would just be beheading videos and pornography. Yeah. Every other video. Yeah. Right. So like like we've done that already. If you look at the stats, I think it's like 60 percent of the Internet is pornography, something like that. Probably it's some ridiculous number like that. So, yes, if you allow just people to post things, it's going to be nothing but just like neo-Nazi calling cards and beheading videos and right so you definitely have to have some sort of moderation in order to limit that. I think the problem is that it's not so much the uh, the content, but the algorithms, right? It's the fact that these algorithms are playing our biases against one another and showing us content that only confirms our particular world. Sure. Well, yeah, it's the problem is it but, only but wants if to it show us stuff we like. If it the wasn't an algorithm on the scale, right? But if it wasn't an algorithm, those people would seek out the the site that gives them the information they want to see anyway. So how why do you blame the algorithm when it's the person actually seeking out their own confirmation biases? Well, I don't. OK, confirmation bias has always been a problem. And like that's not going to change. Right. I mean, that's right. that's that's been a problem since like the early days of 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 like the 13 colonies where right. they're like publishing rival newspapers and like par- political parties are bashing one another right like that's that's not new you know um but I, what i do think is new is the fact that these algorithms are tracking the stuff that confirms our biases they know our biases better than we do and are then showing us the stuff as a way of getting clicks yeah i mean that that's what's happening is google is showing us results that are more popular in certain regions where certain political values are larger than others, right? So, like, in the red states, you get red state links in the first 10 results. In the blue states, you get blue state links in the first 10 results. I mean, that's never happened before. Before, it was you would have two rival newspapers. You'd have um, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times right next to each other on a newsstand, and you would make the decision. Now, these two newspapers virtually are shown to you you know, as one being favored over the other. But is that better or worse than if Google just has the same 10 links for everybody? Well, I, I think it should at least be, it should be evenly distributed. We should all be seeing the same stuff and we should be making the decisions for ourselves. I think the problem with the algorithms is that it's taken our agency away from us. People won't make the decision for themselves, though, because they're always going to seek out that thing that says the vaccines are bad for you. Their bias all- is fine. But again, that's at least that's human, right? At right. least it's not machines making it worse. I, think I don't that's know, too. You, you also can't show people the same things just logistically, because if I search ice cream, like, I don't want it to show me an ice cream parlor in fucking San Francisco. I'm in Ohio. Sure. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, it needs to it needs to be catered the yes. way people use Google. It has to be catered to them. Yes. But there is also a, a dark side of that coin right this is the same as anything else where there's an upside and a downside it's the same as anything else of course i I don't think the issue is any of that honestly i don't think the algorithm is nearly as much of an issue as people make it out to be it's just it's just another uh byproduct of the way we use technology yep Um, i agree with nick on the issue is the censorship of not content but the censorship of opinions 
That is the issue. Well, mm-hmm. that's yeah. I mean, that, that is that's, purely the issue. Yeah. Censoring pornography and beheading videos and things like that. That is just purely like content that they do not want on their platform. But ideas and beliefs, arguments, those types of things should not be censored. If you want to win the uh, an argument, you need to win but, based on the content of your argument. But okay, here's the but, thing. If yeah. I were to start a website today called askallyourquestions.com whatever it it turns into like a message board a reality like the old reality fan forum message boards back in the mm. day yes. where a real cesspool oh, of yeah. beheading videos and pornography <laughs> by the way the 4chan of its time the 4chan of its time but let's yeah. say i have a message board for ufo questions and ufo or a message board for covid questions i don't think that we could get away with running a website like that today without getting taken down by Amazon or some whoever's hosting the website for us or, no, or GoDaddy taking away the domain yeah. name because you get you get people asking questions that are outside. And I'm saying, yes, it's moderated so that you don't end up with porn. You don't end up with beheading videos and you don't end up with somebody inciting a riot. You know, those some basic rules in there. You're to talk about the the topic at hand and that's UFOs or it's COVID or it's whatever conspiracy. Okay, it's- but let me point out the, the flaw in your argument right there. You just said inciting riots like there was a major riot that happened a couple months right. ago. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> and half the country can't agree on whether or not one guy incited the riot or didn't incite the right. riot. Right. So right there you have a 50 50 divide. You say you don't want people inciting riots. Well, Half the country, I would say more than half the country, believe that the president of the United States incited a riot. But you would argue that he shouldn't have been taken down from Twitter. Right. So you you get all of these judgment calls in in the gray area there, right? Sure, but but you can't have a website promoting uh, people going to take down the Capitol. I agree with you. I agree. I I understand that. But, but again, some people are saying, "Oh, those people were just peacefully protesting. There were like four thousand people that that stormed the gates, but all the people outside were okay." You know, so it's like th- there's always going to be these judgment calls that you have to make, and this is the major problem, not just the big tech, but our times, like literally our zeitgeist now. But the problem is we cannot agree on objective beliefs and and subjective beliefs. But my point, my point is. This website that we create, whatever it is, hypothetically speaking, you allow people to say something like, oh, the, 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 the lab leak theory is correct. Where some someplace like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube are all demonetizing and taking those posts down where a website like ours would leave it up. We would be we go daddy or whoever you register the domain with uh, hover Amazon would take down your server. I don't think that website would survive. OK, well, the problem is yeah, I don't think that's what would happen. Honestly, I, I, I think that what would happen is, I mean, if you made a site like that today, inevitably, if, even if you open it up to any questions in the whole world, if you tried to make it like a Wikipedia, yeah. like anything, right, it would inevitably turn into a conspiracy theory site, whether you want it to or not. Yeah, because we would it would be the only place that it would exist. Right. Anymore. And, and anonymity, and too, lo- is is the other thing. As long as these sites are anonymous, like you're going to get that's the worst tr- of people. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But then um, you you would lose credibility before you would be shut down. You know what I mean? You also the only, have to be kind of be high profile enough before. Yeah, the only way you would actually be shut down by these people is if you were high profile enough and considered um, legitimate. 
but okay, here I'll give but, you another example. You bring up the lab leak. There's another perfect example. It's like, okay, I don't want racism on my platform. That that's your mission statement at the beginning. Right. Now, most reasonable people would describe racism as swastikas, racial slurs, you know, specific attacks at minority groups. Like, yes. All all that stuff we consider racism. But there is a significant portion of the population, if not majority, but a significant portion of at least these tech companies that believe the lab leak theory was a racist theory. That's how it was described earlier on. So we took what was a fringe sort of exception, right? We want to ban all racist content and we took it and we applied it to a theory that many people consider to be reasonable. This is the problem when you have a very small group calling balls and strikes on this shit you're going to get a pretty wide strike zone. And that's what we've seen on these social media platforms yeah, but, time and time again. But right? you're not if you a- say no racism, who defines what racism is? Right. Those are And and so we can't agree and this is again this is a much larger problem than just big tech. But why we can't, can't people, agree on the definition of evil? Why that's can't people line. make that their mind up themselves? Well, oh, you just that, said you oh. just said okay, so again, you want beheading videos on yes or no? No. Okay, you don't want beheading videos. No. On. Do you want violent acts put on there? No. You don't want violent acts. No. Okay. What if I told you using the wrong pronouns was violence towards? That's wrong. People? That's not a violent okay, act. But but that is how some people will define it. Right. And then right? those people come after you and they take your website away from you and you've got nothing. Okay. But it's a, my point is there's a larger problem because there is no universal ethic anymore. That's right. the problem of our times is that we don't have a universal ethic. At one point in time, it might have been religion. At another point in time, it might have been politics. You know, whatever you want to use as your sort of standard ethic that everybody follows, this is right, this is wrong, no longer exists. It is just a mishmash of different ideas. But and the, the bottom line, it, this happens for, on both sides, not just the left. Although the left is like the more high profile violator of this, is that both sides try to extend. Like, okay, so for example, if you say I don't want murder on my website, and a right wing person says advocating for abortion is is equivalent to murder, they're wrong, right? <laughs> but but uh, for for people on the right, they define abortion as murder so by you know endorsing abortion aren't you also or on the or on the vice versa you could say uh endorsing guns is murder as well right so it's like as long as meat is murder yeah (laughs) there you go (laughs) why not but as long as both polarized sides of the aisle continue to like bend the language and bend the rules to their favor, this is never going to stop. And, and the well, people in the middle are just taking it in both ends. I know. <laughs> and we're, this is why preci- it all over the place. precise language is very important, and the yes. changing of definitions of words is very dangerous. Yes. Uh, which is occurring every day. Using Hitler as like a, a metaphor for everything. Yeah. Everything oh is gosh. like Hitler. You know, everybody that supports this issue is a Nazi. It's like, that's why this is dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So but what do you do about this? Like, we're only moving further in the opposite direction. Like, there's no stopping this until, and this is the hardest thing for people to do, until you look at the other side and say, you know what? You might be right and I might be wrong. That's the only way that this changes is well, an acknowledgement yeah. that you might be wrong. You don't even to acknowledge that you are wrong. You just need to acknowledge that maybe my definition of murder, maybe my definition of racist, maybe my definition of violence is wrong. Maybe. You know what though? You know what though? I think there's a pretty clear cut line in the sand of people should be able to say 
what they want. Yes. There's a difference between saying what you want and doing what you want. Yeah. Like pornography and murder and beheading videos are like inarguably we don't want that there. But if somebody has an opinion that I just don't like, even if it's I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, maybe this is unpopular, but even if it's like a racist opinion, like let them have their stupid racist opinion yeah. and let everyone else fucking ridicule them for it. Yeah. Should they should they be able to call a black person the N word? I think it's bad that they do, but you know what? Everyone else should be able to attack them for doing it. Yep. We shouldn't just Not lock these people. Attack. See, I, <laughs> no, I, I, did, no. I disagree yeah. with that. Like, I say, I feel like my line is more. I, I understand what you're saying. I feel like my line is more on the other side of that. Just well, because I don't think the platform the, is the, tenable. The, the issue, I get it from a product standpoint. I mean, you just not. The, nobody would ever use that platform if they're just going to be subjected to racist ridicule all day, which is what would ultimately happen. Well, and that's it. why people should be allowed to block other people. Yeah, but it's beyond, you should be yeah. allowed to curate your own feed. Yeah, but then you create anonymous. Have you ever been you on an spam. Xbox Live chat? <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, sure. People are chat every, roulette. Right. Every, I, I, everybody wants pro- to fuck your mom. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, I think it's more dangerous to take these people who have wrong opinions and lock them away separate from everyone yeah. else. I think that's more dangerous in the long. Yeah, term. because what is wrong? But I mean, you I mean, you could take you can say there's no racist language and you put all of these people in a, a box somewhere else and you lock them away. They're they're not allowed to be on this platform, but those their opinions aren't going to change. No. And they just start festering in their petri right. dish. Right. I think it's worse. I think you need to people need to be able to challenge their opinions and change their mind. And 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 once my website goes up of ask any question that you want, that's where all <laughs> these people go. Right. That's. <laughs> I mean, Where they talk I'm, about OJ conspiracy. Yeah, let's, let's talk about be, OJ all day. Let, let's be clear about something, though. The reason Alex Jones thrived is because they kicked all of these people off of other platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think the Sandy Hook thing was over the line, though? Yes, I mean, absolutely. Like, don't you think like that should be a sort of universal definition? Well, he got fucking sued for it. Yes. And yeah. he lost. Yes. Yeah. That's the justice. That's, That's the, the justice, justice system we have. I kind of feel like that. I don't know. Like I, I do. It's dangerous to say, you know it when you see it, but I feel like I knew it when I saw it. Yeah. You know, but again, people can't agree on that. Right? Here's the thing. The world is a dangerous, ugly fucking place. We yep, need to stop pretending course. it isn't. Of course. Of course. Okay. Like that's, I don't of know. Course, what you're... But there is something to the internet though. The, the anonymity of the internet does sort of open up new questions that were never yeah the case i mean like it used to be oh maybe i would run into the westboro baptist church every now and again you know but it's it it was never this like mob this angry mob of people that would just attack you with the worst possible things they could dream up it was never like that before there was always like a relative amount of like decency and decorum if you ran into somebody in person yeah. Well, I hate to really end this conversation, but I know we have a hard out at eleven. Oh, we do have to go. Yeah, you no. got to see Bond, Nick. I'm going to see Bond. Bond, James Bond. I'm going tonight. I'm excited. <sighs> I'm so jealous. Just go. Yeah. Go see it. I, well, there's nowhere nearby that has it. I have to fucking come to Cincinnati. I think. Oh God. Mm. By the way, I, I want to just talk. Oh, oh no, <laughs> it can stop. I just want to tell you one other funny story. All Let's right. end this on a little bit. I think okay. it's funny, at least. It's still <laughs> politics, but I think it's funny. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you probably don't follow uh, Idaho gubernatorial politics. No, I haven't. <laughs> I've missed that one, I, I guess. I actually have that Google alert saved. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Idaho, the I'm Paul the, R. Nelson, and I approve <laughs> of this message. <laughs> Governor Brad Little. 
um, is a Republican. <laughs> That's his name, Governor Brad Little of Idaho. He's a Republican. Oh, look at you, so cute, little governor. <laughs> he oh, he went he went to the border to, with a bunch of other governors oh, yeah. to talk Our about gov- Ricketts. Ricketts. Yeah, a lot of them this. did. A lot oh, of governors. Good, went. Oh goodness gracious! But in Idaho law, when the governor leaves the state, the lieutenant governor oh my takes God. over and is acting governor. Mm. Right. His lieutenant governor, uh, Janice Janice Mc. Creechin or something like that, uh, McGeechin. Um, she's running for governor against him. Oh my god! <laughs> and she she doesn't get along with him. So every time this has happened like two or three times now this year, every time he leaves the state, she orders executive orders. <laughs> and so like the first time she banned vaccine mandates or mask mandates, and now she just banned vaccine passports. Wow! And. Then, like, as soon as he gets back, he just undoes her thing. And he's wow. like, this bitch is campaigning 24-7. <laughs> that <laughs> is <She's> just <laughs> hilarious. Every time he leaves, she passes executive orders Does he not just to have campaign. the power to get himself a different lieutenant governor? Right. I don't know. I don't, Idaho might be one of those states where, like, the second runner-up or something becomes where, your... Where in, in the United know. States, we used to do that. If you got second right. place in the presidential election, you were vice president. Oh, I wish, that would have been so much fun. I wish days. we still did that. I, I wish, too. Oh, Can, you, ma- been can great. you imagine Hillary being vice president to Trump? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that? That would be awesome. Can you imagine Trump being vice president to Biden? Oh, oh so my good. God. Oh, my God. It would be the best. Hmm. He's just sitting there in the Senate. Trump has no clue what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. You gotta laugh. That is is great. I need to read up on some Idaho politics. You gotta laugh or else you're gonna cry. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's the way of the world today. Exactly right. And that's why we do this show to spread joy across America. (laughs) Sea to shining sea. I hope we brought you a little joy on your Saturday morning. I hope so. I'm sure we pissed off a lot of people. I love these Saturday morning shows. These are great. I love them. I adore Saturday morning shows. Twitter.com slash RobRFF. Join our Discord. Link in the description. Link in the description. All right. If you're mad at us at all for anything we said today, tell us in the Discord. I would love to talk with you. Chew us out. Chew us out. It's fun. Not literally. Have a great week, everybody. Maybe literally. (laughs) I don't know. Depends what you're into. We'll be back soon. (laughs) 